0: Welcome in Bodegrafen.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. There's a lot of churches you said here, right? Yeah,
0: I think seven.
1: If seven I'm, churches. If I'm
0: correct, yeah. And uh, even some of them are used by uh, um, uh, two organization how to say it? not organization but uh, two kinds of believers <laughs> ah. so it's even a shortage of uh, churches
1: <laughs> ah, yeah, but so it's protestant i guess and then um, catholic
0: or? yeah and uh, reformed or ah, yeah, i yeah. am not uh, so uh, aware of okay. all the kinds of uh, believers in the village
1: uh, yeah um oh.
0: Taking in consideration my background of almost an artist. <laughs> ah, yeah, because I saw you have a little picture here, like a um, icon. Icon, so I yeah, uh, it's Virgin Mary
1: with,
0: yeah. with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's more like um, uh, something precious from home. Because uh, even if you're not uh, really a believer, then. Uh, um, you were uh, holding in your uh, um, um, growing up and uh, background all these traditions that go with the religion that is official religion in the country. Uh, so um, it, it reminds me of my family and uh, the churches in Bulgaria that are totally different from here. Um, it has more this kind of uh, meaning and presence than uh, purely uh, religious uh, object. Uh, yeah.
1: My name is Patricia Rozvora, and you're listening to Kitchen Conversations. This podcast aims to open up the mysterious and vague Eastern Bloc to a broader international audience. Each episode is devoted to one artist exploring their relation, interest, and urgency to create within the framework of the post-Soviet sphere. Today, I'm speaking to Kristina Tasheva, a photographer born in 1976 in Varna, Bulgaria. Since 2001, Christina is based in the Netherlands. She graduated from the Gerrit Rietveld Academy in Amsterdam, as well as from the Academy of Art and Design, St. Joost, in Breda. Her entire body of work examines the complex position of being an Eastern European migrant in Western Europe. In addition to discussing the concept of Soviet idealism, domestic labor and black markets, We will also speak about Kristina's three latest photo books that deal with the mental in between space, the constructed image of a migrant, the fear of foreigners, and the Bulgarian identity, amongst others. Please welcome Kristina Tasheva. I would like to start um, from the beginning. Uh, I think your story, how you started uh, with your art, is very special and unique. Uh, and yeah, I would like you to to tell what do you consider to be the beginning of your artistic uh, journey.
0: Um, okay, <laughs> uh, journey. Um, I I will consider my artistic journey as a part of my uh, uh, life journey. <laughs> that uh, that period between being born and uh, uh, going to die one day. That's that's. These are the uh, two uh, uh, points that you reach as a human being. Uh, I mean, not rich, but uh, they're a part of, uh, of everything what you're going to experience. You never forget about them. But um, uh, I consider maybe the beginning of uh, my artistic journey, the moment uh, when I start to feel invisible, because then uh, this need w- was uh, born uh, that I... Uh, I was uh, curious and uh, had this existential uh, need to find out uh, uh, where is my place in the world I was situated myself. (laughs) Uh, So um, maybe already 18 years ago I uh, came to the Netherlands uh, Uh, from Bulgaria, with the idea that uh, I'm going to work for a while, um, um, accumulate uh, capital uh, for the beginning of my life in Bulgaria, after the university, and um, this is uh, how everything uh, started. Um, I came to the Netherlands as an illegal migrant, (coughs) that this was in 2001, and uh, um, the possibilities for jobs I could choose on the black market uh, were w- was uh, in in uh, w- in in the houses of people as a cleaner or uh, in the construction works or uh, um, yeah what else there are all kinds of other uh, a few more possibilities that people can guess themselves. Uh, <clears throat> And uh, after two years as a domestic worker, I, um, I was totally lost. Um, I, I forgot who um, I am and uh, uh, what was the purpose actually of uh, my life. Um, every day I had to do the same. I, I was working a lot, like uh, six and a half days per week. Uh, the work is the nature of work is uh, so that uh, um, you uh, repeat uh, every day uh, your uh, activities. Uh, you don't have to think, and uh, at one point um, um, I um, took the uh, camera and I thought uh, if this this could be an ever uh, registration too. I have to find myself in, in this uh, story. So this is how everything started, uh, not without the uh, help of um, uh, Susanne rice uh, uh, who um, um, met me with um, uh, Dutch, uh, the Dutch photographer Leo Erken. And uh, I, uh, um, through this meeting, I was able to... Um, Develop myself to learn photography, to uh, make uh, more conscious uh, photographs, uh, to direct my projects. Um, yeah, this is, I think th- that was it. Yeah, that was the beginning. Did you photograph before coming to the Netherlands? Um, I remember only uh, uh, one moment. Maybe I was 12. Uh, when I really want to have a camera, uh, I saved money, and I remember I went to this uh, shop uh, uh, that was before uh, 1989, before the changes. Um, uh, the cameras that you ca- could find in at these times were uh, Russian. Um, uh, the camera was Mena uh, Eight. <laughs> was uh, cold, and uh, um, I finally bought one. Uh, I was very excited actually from the apparatus itself and uh, for a long time I was keeping it as a treasure so I was not really making pictures with it but just having the object uh, uh, at home was uh, really great. And when I finally decided to make pictures I found out that the camera has a defect <laughs> it doesn't work so that I think that was the only moment when I uh, I had a camera and uh, but that was it uh, And why did you
1: choose the medium of photography as the one to express your feelings or your situation through Um,
0: the photography was like uh, uh, something very much uh, um, approachable it uh, for me it doesn't I was not like with the uh, idea oh this is art and I'm going to to make art or it's something like that everybody could uh, the camera everybody can buy a camera press the button make a picture uh, um, maybe i was totally not conscious uh, about the medium it it was just something that i can do uh, i it, it felt like uh, i don't have to have a preparation or anything like that to make a picture but uh, to really concentrate on the medium and uh, be m- much more conscious, this moment came when I really needed to uh, find out existence, existential questions, so to be able more to control it, to uh, choose the direction of what I'm doing. And uh, yeah, I couldn't uh, draw, I couldn't paint. And uh, I, I never had really any ambitions in uh, in in art, or I never thought I can be an artist. I thought that's something for uh, the people, uh, other people. <laughs> uh, so maybe uh, also seeing my background uh, coming from a working class uh, family, um, that was also an. an um, something that you can easily have and easily do um, I didn't thought it's something for uh, yeah, luxurious or for chosen people
1: hmm.
0: yeah hmm.
1: so I think somewhere either in our conversation or maybe somewhere on your website you mentioned the term uh, socialist idealism and a, a certain idea uh let's say, the post-Soviet people from the post-Soviet countries have about perhaps the West or the, yeah, the other side of the world. And I was wondering with what expectations uh, did you come to the Netherlands and how those evolved?
0: I was... uh extremely naive when i came uh, here in the netherlands uh, i would i have to mention this was the first time i was crossing the bulgarian border <laughs> uh, so until my 24th year of age i haven't been anywhere else than in bulgaria so i didn't really knew what to expect, but uh, if I, I was expecting anything, it was really something very beautiful. Um, uh, a world uh, where everything um, uh, is uh, really uh, fine and has its meaning, and every person has its place. And right, and um, that everything functions uh, very well, and um, yeah, a little bit like this, uh, some kind of uh, utopia. Um, and um, I remember very well, uh, we arrived with a bus uh, close to the central station in uh, Amsterdam, and um, it was very early in the morning. Um, the buildings were really beautiful uh, what I was seeing around Um, but um, I had to search for a toilet (laughs) after this long uh, rise uh, traveling and um, somebody told me that maybe I can find one in the building of the central train station so um, I went there and the first thing I saw was a very long corridor with the homeless people that were um, spending the night there, I don't know. But uh, to me, that was really a big surprise um, and uh, very disappointing because then I realized that... Uh, um, not everybody is happy and not everybody has everything what uh, a person needs and uh, uh, yeah it it was uh, such a picture that i've seen only in the movies uh, actually (laughs) and uh, then my utopia was totally destroyed in that moment yeah at that
1: moment and did you manage to rebuild the utopic image
0: Uh, No, but that's, uh, I don't believe in utopias anymore Uh, because with the time I started to realize that actually the utopias are the ones that need to isolate uh, people, to discriminate them, to put them into the periphery as utopian the uh, society as uh, as screw the periphery <laughs> then in
1: 2007 there was a movie made about you by Susan Suzanne uh, Susanna Rice, Rice yeah, what, who you mentioned before uh, movie I uh, also had the opportunity to see uh, titled The Houses of Christina where we can kind of see uh, your life back then you told me in our conversation that this is just like one moment in your life, which was long time ago and passed. Uh, but um, I think it um, shows a very important part of, uh, of your journey. Uh, and I was wondering if this um, time when you were inhabiting so many Dutch houses, like temporarily inhabiting, if this um, made you understand the Dutch culture more and kind of um, assimilate better?
0: Um, It it was a a very special position I had as this uh, uh, cleaning lady uh, there, uh, because uh, it's not uh, that... um, Logical that uh, you immediately be invited in uh, people's uh, houses and uh, you can uh, uh, have uh, a look to their intimate lives, uh, personal lives. Um, but this, this was an interesting way to do it. I was not aware of it. Uh, it, was, uh, it started just as a job. I was very happy to have this job. Uh, but uh, with the time and uh, the way we communicated, uh, um, I found out that I'm nothing more than an uh, uh, um, invisible somebody uh, who does something and goes away and has uh, no meaning or any doesn't play any part of these uh, lives. Um I was uh, very lucky to meet a few people that were caring on a certain point how my life could develop here and how I can develop as a person here Uh, and uh, because of this uh, I uh, Um, developed my skills in photography, Uh, I uh, studied uh, and uh, I became an artist that uh, on a very uh, high level actually made my life uh, meaningful and uh, until now is the way to um, um, discover the world and explain life for myself. Um, So, yes, uh, um, it was a way to learn about the Dutch culture, uh, but also a way to, a hard way to find my place in the Dutch uh, society. And
1: uh, uh, one other project from a similar period, Uh, Letters to my Mother. Uh, was really striking uh, to me as well. And I wondered if you could tell a bit more about this project and how uh, it started and what was the idea behind it.
0: Um, yeah, these uh, uh, letters to my mother uh, were images or experiments that I made uh, thinking what it will mean to naturalize uh, what it means a person to be naturalized in a uh, different uh, society. Um, so um, I, I thought uh, uh, I'm going to ask uh, Dutch people in their houses to lend me their clothes and uh, that I'm going to wear these clothes and see how I'm going to fit uh, in uh, this environment. Um, And in the same time, uh, uh, I introduced this character of of my mother uh, that actually is a metaphor of the homeland. And um, this was uh, the first uh, time that uh, I thought uh, I need to tell something to my homeland. And uh, I chose um, uh, that way to do it. Um, and um uh, it was important that um, images of this project was uh, published in uh, Bulgarian magazine. So uh, this is uh, how uh, these images uh, uh, were these letters were sent to my mother. <laughs> so your mom also saw them. my mother yeah my uh, yeah, my mother saw them, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Was it like one image per letter or is it just like a metaphor? Yeah, every,
0: every yeah, it's a metaphor, but uh, uh I also uh, folded every image and put it in a different envelope with the address on Does it.
1: Does it also um somehow show uh, a different person in every house? Where you like um the same Christina in Every house or each house with different owners was like a different story for you.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, up to the viewer of the images, but uh, on a way, um, um, I I hope that becomes visible how difficult it is a person to change and that uh, change. Uh, it might be, uh, I think it's a nat- natural uh, uh, process that develops while you're living in a different place with different uh, societies and cultures and traditions. And, uh, but that, this needs time. <laughs> uh, it has to be uh, uh, the time you naturally spend uh, uh, and you take uh, to understand the other the one that you find different. So it's not a magical uh, turn uh, that you experience. uh. Mm. (laughs) Uh, In the
1: documentary which was made about you uh, at that time, mm, we see a very interesting way the house owners were communicating with you through these written notes. Uh, and I was wondering about some acts of transgression you took in order to break this uh, small talk of this, uh, let's say, superficial um, communication you had between uh, yeah, the owners. How do you mean the <laughs> uh, so act of, little, act of yeah, that's transgression? That's a very academic word. word. Uh, no. Little acts of... How you want if you manage to break this um small talk, let's say the always the notes started like, hello Christina, how are you? And this is obviously a kind of rhetorical question which no one really cares okay, about. Okay,
0: yeah, I understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, um I w- wanted to say only that uh I was uh in in the documentary uh, film uh, I, I I wanted to do it uh, as uh, to have an example of uh, this kind of work and how different people could be uh, exercising this work um, so when um, talking about the little notes well would some... People, I never really could uh, break this kind of communication because I was never meeting them on a the way. But uh, when I had the chance to talk to people, uh, in the beginning I was not understanding uh, what does it mean, how are you? <laughs> uh, I was... Uh, um, Uh, thinking about this question uh, very literally, but that comes also um, from the um, very poor knowledge on the language as well. Uh, So I was uh, quite often really telling how I I feel. (laughs) Uh, And uh, most of the people were nice listening, but some of them... uh, were really listening because they later tried to um, help me somehow. Um, And another way that I broke this uh, communication is to start to work on this uh, project, uh, A Better Life, um, where I was trying to find myself in this communication, what was my role, my place... um, the interiors of these houses uh, that i was uh, cleaning and and uh, at some point uh, um, i also left most of these houses
1: Uh, i remember one sentence uh, which you say in the movie and uh, that is i don't feel like i'm a real person i feel like i live in a dream I was wondering um, if this is some feeling you would think is uh, connecting uh, immigrants. This feeling of living in a dream, being in this in-between, not feeling fully like a real person.
0: From what I've been reading uh, about uh, other migrants' experience, I think it might be that it's not only my experience. That uh, uh, is a feeling that comes from the matter of work you exercise and uh, the position is given to you in uh, society. Uh, These uh, jobs are done... Yeah, uh, cleaning jobs and uh, jobs in agriculture or construction works are done uh, quite often uh, from uh, migrants and uh, um, they're uh, repetitive. so it's it feels like every day you do the same. Uh, every day uh, is the same. Uh, there is no perspective uh, for your uh, in the future for you. at least uh, it doesn't feel like but also uh, people who uh, come here to work to save money and to come back. Uh, they also put themselves in such a position. Um, so it's uh, like, a, life that you uh, have um, in between other things Uh, like um, i i i was also having these moments that i was thinking okay now i'll do my best to work as much as possible and one day one day it will be different one day i will become the one the person i want to be one day I'll have the house I dream of one day. I'll have the job uh, I dream of and uh, one day. But I think for life goes uh, uh, on, and uh, uh, for many people maybe this one day will never come. Uh, yeah, and. Um, being illegal migrant that means that uh, you don't have uh, really rights uh, you don't have really a position Uh, you you are um, yeah i will call it a body uh, that uh, it's actually it stays a mere body uh, uh, if uh, has not the choice not also the political choice in the country uh, you don't have documents you have uh, no right on health care you don't vote in elections uh, you're invisible so in that way it feels like it's not a real life did uh, I uh, <laughs>
1: yeah definitely yeah. Uh, that I think uh, tells a lot uh, The movie was uh, done now, I think, 13 years ago? Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, Do you think the situation of uh, domestic workers, especially here, uh, speaking about uh, Eastern domestic workers coming from the East to work here changed over the years?
0: do you not have any so knowledge about that? Yeah, I'm I'm following all the time uh, the news uh, about uh, also Eastern U- European workers uh, in the West, not only in the Netherlands, but also in Germany, Italy, England. Um, although um, many of the East European countries became part of uh, European Union, Bulgaria for Bulgaria that was two thousand and seven. Uh, I think the condition of works and the payment and the uh, rights are not so much uh, changed. And uh, uh, we can see now with the uh, uh, virus uh, spread um, um, and the situation we are uh, in, uh, uh, again, the most uh, fragile are the seasonal workers, the workers that are working in this uh, How to call it? uh, Meat factories and uh, plantations,
1: uh, also right? Strawberries, asparagus. Yeah,
0: exactly. That uh, uh, the distance is not kept between them; Uh, they're easily uh, um, 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 becoming ill and uh, uh, fragile uh, to any kind of circumstances. Yeah, and. because also they live with a lot of people in in one room and uh, traveling in little buses to the workplace. Uh, um, Yeah, but uh, 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 there is also the the question in the whole situation, uh, what is the role of of your own government as a worker uh, here in the West? Uh, uh, how this government cares and uh, negotiates for your rights uh, being a worker in in a Western country. Uh, That's also very painful to realize uh, what's the role of these governments, East European uh, governments.
1: In that case, uh, you mean, let's say, Bulgarian government over the Bulgarian workers coming here to work. Or the Dutch government? Yeah, in
0: general, uh, the example was uh, with the Romanian uh, government uh, uh, that uh, actually they became uh, like East European governments, they became like a site uh, uh, of this uh, conversation for finding uh, working places, but they are not like uh, really... uh, taking a position about the, the um, uh, um, cannot find the word in what kind of uh, uh, life circumstances these people will conditions, live, how th- yeah. conditions uh, uh, how they will be uh, are, are they fairly uh, paid uh, um, for their work uh, and so on and so on
1: mm. yeah that's definitely now with the crisis it really came out it felt it feels that they don't really care (laughs) both sides don't don't really care Mm. i mean all these government's trying to be i think more and more uh, neoliberal care about the the money and you know
0: they are neoliberal yeah yeah. on a on a strange way on a strange way
1: yeah (laughs) this kind of new coming uh, yeah catching up way At this point, we heard Kristina Tasheva speak about her beginnings of becoming a photographer, but most importantly, the beginnings of her realization of what it means to be an Eastern European migrant in the non existing Western utopia. Now, I would like to invite you to take a short break, after which, you can continue listening to the second part of my conversation with Kristina, this time more specifically about her recent photo books. Till then!